Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million parents and kids building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com ACAST. That's greenlight.com ACAST. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, hello there, guys. Andy Osho here, back at the Creative Saucer I just made that. <laughs> uh, this is Creative Source with Andy Osho, the podcast about creativity for the creative in you, no matter where you are on your journey. Starting out, coming back to the arts, you may be mid-season. This may be just your hobby. It could be your whole life, your, your, your entire passion. Wherever you are on the journey, this is the podcast for you. And as always, I have to do a massive shout out to my Patreon patrons. These are the guys who they don't have to, but they have chosen to support this podcast financially on a monthly basis. And you guys, I cannot thank you enough. Now, as part of the new reconfigured perks, uh, one of uh, the new perks is a shout out. So let me start by shouting out to the queen of support. Uh, who has been so, so behind um, what I'm doing here. Diana Powell, thank you so much for all your support online, your comments, but also financially, you've backed us, man. You've backed us. So thank you. And then also thank you, Basti who was one of the first people to just like go, yep, I'm behind this podcast. So thank you so much. Uh, it really means the world. And if you want to become part of the Patreon patron family, then just head over to Patreon. Link is always in the show notes and you can find out more about the perks available and how you can support the podcast. All right. What are we talking about this week? Well, as I may have mentioned already, it's about fame. I'm not allowed to sing the song because it's copyrighted, but fame. (laughs) We're talking about fame. Now, a a lot of the things I'm going to say are not from personal experience. 
and, and this is not like fake modesty or whatever, but I'm not famous. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, well, this is what I was going to talk about. I, I feel like there's different types of fame. And for me, it's like, my definitions are arbitrary. Do you know what I mean? Like everyone's probably going to have their own, or maybe they haven't thought about it, but if they have, they may have their own um, definitions. So these are some of the thoughts that I had around like even the different types of fame that there are. Now, starting at the most um, recognizable folks or whatever, I don't want to say the top because that suggests a hierarchy, although I suppose you can't deny that there is a hierarchical structure to it. But anyway, I figured stars. They're people who, to my mind, are famous for their work and we know their names. So Jennifer Aniston is a star. Do you know what I mean? Oprah Winfrey is a star, but she's not a celebrity. And the definition that I have is that they're famous for their work. Jennifer Aniston is famous because she's um, a great actress, not because she's Jennifer Aniston. And I don't want to bash on the Kardashians, but this is a distinction I make is that like, they're celebrities. So they're as famous, I guess, as like somebody like Jennifer Aniston or um, Oprah or whatever, but they're famous for their persona rather than for what they do or the, what they do is cultivating a public persona that has a market value. So, so that's where I distinguish like a star from being a celebrity. This is arbitrary. Do you know what I mean? Like these terms are interchangeable and they are used interchangeably. So it's sort of neither here nor there, but I'm just, I'm just trying to lay out that there's different types of fame rather than labeling those different types of fame, if that makes sense. And then there's people who are recognizable, you know, they, or they're famous, but you don't necessarily know their names. So there's, there was actually a documentary. It was really great. It was about, I think it was called, aren't you that guy who, or something like that. I'll, I'll, I'll find out the name of it and put a link in the show notes. And it was about all those actors whose faces, you know, and you've seen countless times in big movies, but you couldn't name a one of them. And th th there's a type of fame to that. And, you know, the interesting um, other aspect to this is that different people will hold these different statuses depending on who you are. Because another definition I, I felt like as well is that like, say, uh, are you mum famous? <laughs> you know, like, does, does, does my mum know, not, not that my mum is the arbiter, but like, does your mum know who a, a certain person is? Because I reckon I could show her a picture of 10 really famous Hollywood actors and she probably would only recognise like Brad Pitt <laughs> out of these. Do you know what I mean? And then that might be a push. And then she might not know his name. But, you know, you, you say that show those same 10 actors to somebody else who loves movies or whatever, they'll be like, oh my God, like these people are like the height of the height, you know, they, these people are stars. So it's kind of like, depends on what you're experiencing. And I've found that to myself, to it, it, personally, to a much smaller extent, obviously, that, you know, some people I'll meet and will be very excited to meet me and other people will ask me for directions to the nearest Tesco's. And that's an interesting part of the whole dynamic to navigate as well. But I'll, I'll come to that in a later episode. I should also say, as always, these topics, they kind of um, balloon out. And I find that there's so much to say that I end up wanting to do more than one episode. So that's the same with these. And so by doing that, it gives me the chance to cover lots of different areas related to this topic. So the other thing about fame is I feel like there's 
kind of different tiers, different levels almost of um, notoriety or recognition. For example, you could be just famous in your area. I know um, a few people who are just actually really comfortable with just being um, known for what they do, where they are. And actually one person in particular, I'm thinking of, we had a conversation about this and they were really comfortable being a big fish in a little pond, essentially. Um, and th- those were their words, you know, and, and and I completely get that because not everybody uh, wants uh, the same thing out of becoming well-known. I, w- I don't want to just automatically use the word famous because I don't think that's what he's thinking of, but just well-known, well-received, well-recognized, but they don't want the heady heights and everything that comes with that. They just want in their area. Some people are just famous in their country. There's so many stars in other countries than our own that are huge, but we have no idea who they are. You know, I'm sure that Poland has their own Michael McIntyre or Judy Love or do you know what I mean? Or Kenneth Branagh. Well, Kenneth Branagh is internationally known, but do you know what I mean? Like people who are known in a particular country, but we have no idea who that, and they're content with that. Some people are content with being famous in their own cultural group. And I don't know why, but Dita Von Tees came to mind. You know, she's a a well-known burlesque performer, but if you're not into burlesque, her name would mean nothing to you. She kind of broke out of that sphere and is, is probably known beyond just the burlesque community. But for a while, nobody really outside of that, that cultural group would have known who she is. Or maybe even Billy Porter, another example, you know, musical theatre person. And, you know, after Pose broke out and is now a breakout star. But for a while, you could have said the name Billy Porter to a lot of people and a lot of people wouldn't have known who he is. So there's also that tier of just like being well known in your cultural group. And then, of course, there's being known internationally. That's, uh, I guess, what a lot of people uh, are aiming towards wanting to be a global star. And you never know how it's going to happen. You never know when it's going to happen. You never know if it's going to happen, but that can be a goal for some people. Everyone has their own objective uh, of what they want, but they may not have consciously thought about it. I want to now go to some bite-sized advice because Jennifer Saunders, uh, who has given so many great sort of little nuggets of advice throughout the podcast, um, I asked her about this and this is what she had to say. I think fame is quite a hard one because it depends why you go into a creative art form or whatever you do. If fame is a sort of a product of that, then it is worth knowing how much you want and how much you want to buy into it and I think I started at a time when there wasn't social media or anything like that so it was much easier then to keep a private life and to you could go to parties and end up pissed when you were young you know and because there wasn't a photographer and no one was had a phone that they were going to then say oh I'll put you on Instagram or I'll put you on Twitter or Facebook you know it was much easier to stay private and I would say you sort of have to know how much you want and nowadays often people will say oh darling could you Instagram that or could we put you on Twitter and could you do this and this and this and you have to say sometimes just say no I'm not going to engage with that because I don't want the negative side of it 
And if that's what comes from it, then I'm, I'm actually not interested. So I think you have to, to really give it some thought and not be persuaded because there'll be so many people that will want you to do stuff. I say, oh, could you just do another interview? Could we just take you over here? And could you do this? And could you do that? And I think it's often just saying, setting out your parameters to begin with. This is what I want. I'm not interested in that part of it, so I'm, I'm going to cut that off, you know. It's the hardest thing, I think, for young people now because there's so much social media and so much negative stuff that can come with it. So be prepared to be strong. That was, of course, the amazing Jennifer Saunders, who you will know from a raft of things, including being one half of the incredible uh, comedy duo French and Saunders. And she touched on a lot of really interesting things. And uh, after she she said what she said in that clip, I said to her, like, I've never thought of fame like that as being this kind of smorgasbord almost that you can pick and choose what you want from it. I thought you just had to accept all of it everything that comes with it. But she's saying, no, there's certain parts of it that aren't, that are, are, you know, if they're not for you, then you don't have to bring them into your life. I really, really love that bit of advice. And she's also talking about how different times are now in terms of like social media, people didn't have camera phones back in the day. So all your little indiscretions could happen a lot more discreetly than they can nowadays. Amazing advice. And the reason I wanted you guys to hear that advice at this point is because of what I'm saying about there's, you know, different tiers, as it were, of fame and that it is possible for you to choose. You have a say. Obviously, you can't just go, right, I want to be internationally famous. Make it so, universe. You know, there's there's other there's other things that have to happen for that to become so. But that if you don't want that, you as an artist have the right to say, mm, that's not for me. I'm, I'm happy. As I was describing with the artist I was talking about earlier, I'm happy with just being locally well known. Okay, you guys, if you are getting value from this podcast, take a moment to pop into the show notes afterwards, hit the Acast link. And, you know, if you feel so inclined, drop a few coin into the tip jar just to say, I appreciate you. You know, it's not not necessary for you to be able to enjoy and experience this podcast. I get it. It, You know, financially supporting something that you can access for free isn't going to be <laughs> for everybody. But if it is for you, it doesn't matter whether it's just a few quid or if you're feeling flush, you want to put a little bit more in. It all goes towards keeping this conversation about creativity going. So listen, why is fame such a thing? Why is there even such a thing as famous? Because it could easily not be fame. But, you know, I think fame has been around for a long time. The scale of it has been different through the ages, you know, like what is now an international celebrity would have been somebody very being very well known in their town or village or whatever. But I think it's part of the human consciousness to have fame. And I started to wonder... What is that? And I think in a secular society where religion doesn't play the part in our lives that it used to, it seems like human beings still need a God. But instead of it being a guy in the sky and, uh, you know, an all-knowing omnipotent entity, we've turned celebrities into our gods. 
And we want to marvel at their skill and their genius and their beauty and their wit and their, you know, whatever it is. Because that's how we kind of, I'm not talking about you as an individual, but generally that's how somebody who's famous gets treated. That's how people are around them. But there's this disconnect because they are also human. And I'll come to how that plays out um, when we discuss some of the, um, you know, the benefits and the pitfalls of fame. And perhaps one of the reasons we need fame is because we want some sort of unachievable, almost unachievable goal to look towards, to help us um, and better ourselves, something to aim towards. And I know that not everybody is aiming towards a celebrity or some sort of, um, you know, uh, modeling that particular life. But a lot of people are. A lot of people use them as some standard by which to measure themselves. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just like looking at why is this even a thing? Why in our society is there such a thing as fame? And I think also one of the other things I I, I noticed as well about it is we love the idea of overnight success. We love this being something that's possible for all of us, any of us, any moment, you can become an overnight success. And it's almost like there's something about it like, freeing us from our humdrum existence. There was something that would break us out of it. We would become an overnight success, overnight fame. Of course, those who know, know there's no such thing as overnight success. You know, Michael McIntyre famously said uh, it took him 10 years to become an overnight success. You know, the, we, we, in the UK, uh, Michael McIntyre kind of broke through, oh, gosh, it's probably about 10 years ago now. Or maybe maybe a little bit less than that. But anyway, he broke through in a way that just seemed like this guy was already like he just burst onto the scene. Like, you know, he was fully formed, brilliant comedian. And a lot of people described him as an overnight success. And they don't know that he was plugging away on the stand-up circuit for years and years and years, crafting those routines that have become classics, that have become almost like memes, things that people quote at each other. Same with a lot of uh, comedians, actually, that like same with Kevin Hart, doing exactly the same thing, plugging away his, his, his craft. And then a moment catches and people get on board that's actually what an overnight success is, is somebody being great at what they do and then people catching on <laughs> and going, yeah, okay. So there isn't really such a thing as overnight success. But listen, let me um take a quick listener's comment because um, Farai Saeed, who's an artist and educator, uh, says uh, of fame, says fame can definitely distract the creative energies. Um, creative energy is a beautiful thing, uh, Farai says but fame can distort and destroy it if not protected. And I think that's uh, such a good point as well, is that sometimes we look at fame as the goal, perhaps, and it can push and pull our creative energy, I guess, in into, it can distort it, basically. Pull it, and, and that's actually the word that Farai uses, distort it, pull it into, pull it out of shape, because, because, the goal has ceased to be creativity. The goal is now notoriety. 
And I don't want to invalidate that because some people do have that as a goal and that's, that's up to them. But if you're looking for pure, authentic, creative expression, fame as a goal is counter to it. I'm Lisa Milton and you're listening to Creative Source with Andy Osho. Now, one thing I want to add about overnight success, though, is that actually what I said wasn't completely accurate, that overnight success is a myth because overnight success is totally possible. But there's a type of overnight success that can happen that's completely transient. And I'm talking about the sort of thing that happens when you go on like a talent show or you go on Big Brother or some meme breaks. <laughs> you know, you created some meme or video that goes viral. And if that's not backed up with that 10 years of plugging away at your craft that I talked about, those 10,000 hours that Malcolm Gladwell famously said, you know, if that's not backed up with applying yourself to your craft, it will be transient and will be ephemeral and just disappear into nothing. So overnight success is possible, but is it lasting? Well, that depends on how prepared you are when it strikes. And so for it to work, it just, it takes hard work. It takes plugging away at your craft. So guys, if you are getting value from this show and would love to support it, but you don't feel like a Patreon subscription, a monthly commitment is your thing, do have a look at Acast uh, support. There's a link in the show notes and basically you can just make a one-off contribution. All this goes towards keeping the show going. At the moment, uh, it's not completely cost neutral. And I would love it to get to that point where we democratize. <laughs> Am I using that right? You know, the cost of it so that between us all, we get it covered. Um, I'm not looking to, you know, this is not a profit. <laughs> this is not a profit endeavor at all, but it's just a, literally a way of, you know, just making it cost neutral. So if you feel like, you can support on that front, then head over to Acast and, you know, just drop a few quid and I will be forever grateful. Do you know what? I'm also going to do shout outs for Acast contributors as well, because you guys have been generous too. And there's no reason why you shouldn't get shout out too. So holler at you too, if you feel like you want to support the show through Acast. All right, guys. So listen, I'm breaking these episodes up, going to make them short and sweet because I, I really want these episodes to just be a nice, like not bite size, but mouthful rather than like a whole meal. <laughs> so so that's going to be the end of this week's episode. Just a little teaser into the realm of fame. And then next week we'll touch into why people want to be famous and the benefits and pitfalls. Oh, that's going to be a good one. That is going to be a good one. All right, that's all for this week. I just need to say thank you to uh, Jennifer Saunders for the bite-sized advice, to Farah Saeed for the listener's comment. Thank you, Martin Lumsden, for the post-production, to Clydesdale Music for the theme tune, to Annie Stubbart for the marketing, and to you guys for tuning in and listening. Listen, until next time, live well and keep creating in gratitude. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com I hope you enjoyed that episode of Creative Source. If you're looking for more support with your creative journey, I'm offering one-to-one online mentoring. Perhaps you want to launch a project but don't know where to start. Maybe you've got stuck around a certain issue, need some advice, or just want to bounce ideas around. Whatever it is, I'm here. Just hit the Patreon link in the show notes or go to patreon.com forward slash creative source with Andy Osho to find out more.